News Talk On Demand. Interruption-free audio where you want it, when you want it. Well, it's a rather appropriate song as we head into our next guest. Jim Lee is professor of geology at the University of Saskatchewan, and we're talking volcanoes, specifically this massive underwater volcano that erupted near Tonga on uh, Saturday. Jim, welcome to the show. Uh, Hi, nice to be here. So from your knowledge of that area of the world, was this uh, eruption, I, I guess every volcanic eruption comes as a bit of a surprise, but were were the experts all that surprised that this thing finally blew its top like it did? Uh, well, not exactly. I think there had been some activity, increased activity in this particular volcano starting in mid to late December. Mm-hmm. So they knew that something was cooking, so to speak, um, and and indeed, it, it eventually uh, exploded or erupted uh, on Saturday. Is that a fairly significant eruption as volcanoes go? Well, yes and no. Um, it, of course, we have many, many active volcanoes around the world. So in the sense of there being a volcanic eruption, it's, it's not really a, a new event. Mm-hmm. But what made this particular eruption unique in many ways was the fact that it was an underwater volcano. Uh, and these don't, uh, we don't get to observe underwater eruptions very much. And as we, we saw in the news, um, the actual eruption event was very, very explosive. Well, it's amazing with the technology. We have the number of images from uh, satellites uh, that were orbiting the Earth that were able to see that plume come up so quickly. So as volcanic eruptions go, was it, say, on a scale of uh, small, medium, large, how would you rate that one? Uh, Well, actually, it's considered quite large. Uh, Volcanologists actually have a scale. It's kind of analogous to to the earthquake magnitude scale Mm -hmm. that we are all familiar with. Um, and it's called the Volcanic Explosively, Explosivity Index Scale, or VEI scale. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a scale that usually goes from about 0 to 8, and this one was rated about a 5. Mm. Um, so it, it was very, very large. It's probably one of the largest uh, eruptions this century, certainly within the top 10. When we look at that image from space of the plume rising into the atmosphere, does that kind of an explosion and that kind of ejection, is it potentially going to have any kind of short or long-term impact on weather or climate in the world? Yeah, well, obviously, locally, it will have uh, an impact around Tonga. Globally, probably not so much. Um, Two minor effects, I guess I would say, that we might expect. Um, The first is obviously... uh, disruptions to air traffic in that part of the Pacific. Uh, The ash plume is about uh, 20 to 30 kilometers high. And in fact, if you look at some of the airplane tracking software, you'll see that flights like uh, Air Canada flights between Vancouver and Sydney have actually gone, uh, had to go around Mm -hmm. that plume. Um, And we all know that there's potential ash damage to aircraft engines, um, as in the case of the, the big Iceland volcano that went off in 2010, and closed down the airspace to uh, most of the northern European countries in April for one to two weeks. Um, In terms of the other minor effect, I think it's uh, for us here in Saskatchewan, probably we might expect to see some really nice sunsets uh, because (laughs) of all of the fine volcanic dust 
in the air, um, the, the sunsets might be a little bit more colorful over the next few months. Oh, wow. And we've had some beautiful sunsets already this year. So maybe we get some bonus ones uh, in the coming weeks and months ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's it's the uncertainty about volcanoes that scare the living daylights out of people, because uh, I, I know that experts like yourself monitor these things and get a sense of whether they're going to become more active. But sometimes these things just kind of explode without a whole lot of warning, don't they? Yeah, you're right. Um, fortunately for for us, um, volcanoes tend to be a little bit more. We still can't predict eruptions, of course, but volcanoes tend to be uh, tend to give us a bit more warning signs than, say, earthquakes. Mm-hmm. So, um, geologists, including uh, those of us here in Canada, will monitor um, volcanoes and will look for for a bunch of different signs. There could be things like um, steam coming from the volcanoes where it hadn't been active before. Uh, the ground may actually deform in response to what's happening uh, within the Earth. Um, there might be extra heat that's released from volcanoes, and even some of the, the, the physical signatures, um, like the, the magnetic field around a volcano or the, the, the gravitational attraction of the volcano, can actually change, and these are all detectable. So there is a huge uh, system, a monitoring system around the world where um, many of the world's active, most active volcanoes are being constantly monitored for any of these changes, which might give us some clues as to when and if it will erupt. Interesting. Another good reason to tolerate the bitter cold and the snow in Saskatchewan. We don't have to worry about a volcano under our feet. Well, absolutely. Ironically, we're probably, in terms of geologic hazards like uh, earthquakes, tsunamis, and volcanoes, <laughs> we're probably in one of the safest places in Canada to be uh, here in Saskatchewan. Absolutely right. Hey, thanks so much for your insight this morning, Jim. I appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome. It was a you pleasure. Bet. Jim Lee, a professor of geology at the University of Saskatchewan. I remember as a kid seeing the movie Java, east of Krakatoa. Have you ever seen that? It was a movie based on these people trying to get off this island as the volcano at Krakatoa exploded, which it really did in 1883, killing 36,000 people. But I just remember being in a theater 